Hey, good morning, everybody. Today is just not a great day. It's a fabulous day. I get to talk to one of the world's greatest energy writers. My name is Stu Turley, President and CEO of the Sandstone Group. Welcome to the Energy News Beat. I'm visiting with Irina Slav out of Bulgaria. Seven o'clock in the morning here. And uh, Irina, welcome. And what time is it there in Bulgaria? Hi, Stu. Great to be here again. Uh, it's, uh, it's 3 p.m. here. 3 p.m. You know, yeah. uh, I, uh, a little inside baseball for our listeners. I just have truly enjoyed our uh, relationship and being able to pick on you and you really uh, pick on me. But your sense of humor when you're writing is absolutely a real treat. And then you also are on the Energy Transition podcast with Armando, Tammy, and David Blackman. And that podcast on Apple and Spotify is doing phenomenally well. So congratulations. Thanks. It's great to hear it's doing so well. Um, you guys just are rock stars live every Monday morning. Tell me what it's like talking to those guys. Uh, well, I think it's pretty obvious that we're having a lot of fun, even though we're discussing issues that should not be fun and they're not fun. But uh, the, the level of absurdity in, in the energy transition as it is being pushed right now, is right. really so high that you can't not laugh at it. It's it's ridiculous. It's truly ridiculous. You put your sense of humor, which is somewhat dry and sometimes dark, but I love it because you're... Sometimes, too. Oh, it is. <laughs> um, and then you put uh, Armando from Brazil. Tammy is from uh, Europe. And then David is from uh, the country of Texas. <laughs> you know, Texas always <laughs> thinks they're their own country. But, you, you know, you sit back and think, uh, David's got the energy absurdity of the day. And it's the only yeah. way I think all of us can be get through this stupidity. And, Absolutely. And, yeah. and sanctions don't work, do they? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just waiting for the weather to, to get warm enough so I can wear my sanctions don't work uh, shirt uh, oh, to podcasts and to our meetings. I can't. Hopefully next wait. time. Okay. I can't wait to see them. I know that you spent a lot of time uh, worrying about sanctions don't work and the slogan behind that. You know, you sit back and kind of go, the United, old President Biden, uh, I don't know that he even knows who he is. But when you, yeah. uh, I mean, when you're talking to the Easter Bunny again and uh, the bunny actually talks back to you and there's no bunny there. Uh, <laughs> His sanction, he has destroyed the United States uh, credibility as well as the uh, ability for sanctions to be even thoughtfully used. It's a joke now. And uh, the dollar, their people are moving away from the dollar as fast as they possibly can. And that's pretty yeah. stupid. I mean, for the U.S. No, you can't really blame them, can you? No. In fact, uh, you know, when you got a, uh, a knucklehead uh, up there in, in the administration, um, it's almost we can't make fun. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's fun to poke fun of the guy that's shaking hands to, at nobody. But, you know, 
bricks and bricks uh, plus, the petrodollar is going to go sideways. I mean, it's going to go and people are avoiding sanctions and very nicely. Well, yeah, there's always a way around. Now, I'm not sure we should really blame Biden personally. I I have thought about this because uh, I have some, uh, had in the past some firsthand uh, experience with dementia it's really not fun it's it's right. not the stuff of humor and comedy but then i think nobody forced him to run for president did they and it's no. obvious that biden is not the one making the decisions right he's got all sorts of advisors who tell him what to say and what to do but he's not without responsibility he's not without guilt in all of this right. but he's just not the only one Responsibility Excellent point. Now, his uh, doctor for a wife or wife of a PhD or however you want to phrase it, she should be charged with elder abuse, if you want my honest opinion. They know that he mm, does yeah. not. So, but anyway, getting back to some fun things. Uh, when we sit back, what is your opinion of the dark fleet uh, coming around? Because that's avoiding sanctions as well, too. That's a great way when they're selling all of the tankers going off to so that Russia does not have to depend on, you know, the insurance companies for the tankers. I found that just to be incredible uh, that most of the insurance is on the tankers comes out of the U.K., and if you go to the dark fleet, um, that I think there's 400 some odd tankers in there and they're adding it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. And they're they're adding 40, 50 a month or whatever the number is. It is a ton. Those are not sanctioned. So imagine that they found a way around the sanctions. Who would have expected it? I mean, who think it would be possible? Everyone, for example. Or 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 Russian insurance companies providing insurance for the tankers. Unthinkable, unimaginable. Such very, very high grade stupidity, or maybe low grade stupidity. I don't know which is worse. And and the and the consumers always get it in the drive-through, as we say, or at least I say. There's a movie years ago, Joe Pesci in Oh, what was it? Uh, Lethal Weapon with Mel Gibson. Yeah. And oh, he's, yeah. always, he's always yelling, he goes, they always get you in the drive-thru. Well, they always get the consumer in the drive-thru. They always get you in the drive-thru is what I say about sanctions. I mean, it goes to them. Yeah. So, you know, be, I, yeah. Uh, now, you and I were joking just before the show, and that is I've broken so many bones. I've broken my back. I've broken my leg in a black belt fight, you know, all these kind of things. Oh, Stu. Yeah, it's kind of brutal. I, You're I, wild. Yeah, no brain, no pain. You know, I, I just absolutely, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter to me. But I get a cold and I turn into one of the biggest wimpy persons on the planet. Now, do you think that the people are getting colds around the world? When it comes to the commitment to climate change, what do you think is coming around the corner? Because if you get a cold and you're all whiny, is it 
because they're not having the money or is it because they're not getting enough money or people realizing that it's not working? It seems like the whining is getting worse. Does that make sense? I mean, Uh, yeah, Um, I think that's a great, a really excellent analogy, because I think some people uh, involved in the transition are getting a cold and getting whiny in different ways. Yep. Because uh, they can see it's not moving as fast as they would like to. And uh, even where it's moving fast, it's not living up to the promise because it cannot live up to the promise. I remember just today reading uh, a story in Bloomberg, uh, an interview with uh, an asset manager from the UK mm-hmm. who uh, is warning about uh, potential stranded assets uh, in the oil and gas industry. And he basically issued a warning to investors that they should be paying more attention to their energy industry investments and they should start pricing in the possibility of these investments, uh, but you know, plummeting in value, becoming right. garbage because of stranded assets. Now, try and have a guess what sort of an asset management firm this person uh, leads. Huh. Uh, renewals. Sustainable investments. That's right. Yep. Totally credible source. You know, no reason to doubt his words. The the song of stranded oil and gas assets is just being sung again and again. Ooh. So that's just one example of somebody getting a call. Apparently, uh, this person and others like him have seen that investors are rethinking their investment choices now right. that energy stocks, meaning oil and gas stocks, have been performing right. so much better than others. Right. You know, and they're seeing, they're sensing which way the wind is blowing. And that's taking away money from his company. Yes. Now, don't you find it odd that you had BP, you had Total Energy, as we say in Texas. I mean, I, we can't speak French. We can't speak, you know. Neither can I. I have no idea what the correct and, pronunciation and, is. And it's you and I have joked. Anyway. Yeah, Total Energy. Uh, but, you know, I'm also my Putin imitation is incredibly horrible as well, too. You know, and he called me up and just was kind of like, hey, dude, you need to not do my imitation, you know, so I I sent you one speech by Putin to to see how he really talks. I think you can do a really good impression of him if you you, you work on it. I've got his walk down because he keeps his right hand straight at his side because he's got to get to his gun. That's the old uh, KGB uh, method of walking. So I've got that walk down that you keep your gun. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've been watching. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, I got to practice sometime for you, you know, so I got to be a TikTok star. Yeah, you should. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot where I was going. Uh, It was a good point. But when we say... Oh, oh, the whiners. Oh, man. Um, Speaking of whiners, uh, we were talking about how worthless men were when they get sick. You know, it kind of got into the same thing with uh, investors. Yeah. And the, the whiny investors uh, are realizing that it, in ESG, hypocrisy is a real thing. And that is when you're investing, BlackRock last year lost $1.7 trillion, $1.8 trillion. Um, um, in the first half of 2022 because of their ESG investments. And you sit back. Lost and, a trillion. 
1.7 trillion in the first half of 2022 lost. Mm -hmm. And it was because of their ESG investments. And now you're sitting here kind of going, man, people are whining and sniffling uh, uh, about losing money. Just like you said, now we're moving over to Total Energy and, uh, and those others. They were putting their renewable money, I mean, their oil and gas money into renewables. Mm-hmm. You remember, I mean, that was what a month or two ago, whatever it was. BP says we're now rethinking beyond petroleum. Yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't work as well as we thought it would. Um, yeah. I, I guess this is why this is why uh, Jamie Dimon is now calling for eminent domain for uh, wind and solar projects because this has to, you know, we have to keep the momentum going. We have to bring investors back because they're. We're losing them. They're going back to oil and gas. But here's where I get a little concerned, or I want to question what's your opinion, because uh, we have investing hypocrisy. We have Greta, Greta, the beloved Greta of the world. Uh, She is now protesting wind farms because wind farms are damaging the reindeer. And then she was out supporting nuclear uh, I mean, here is Mrs. Uh, Renewable herself that gets hauled off of a photo shoot for a staged, uh, you know, do you remember when the uh, police yeah. carried her off a photo shoot? This is hypocrisy. Twice. Oh, thank you. I missed one. You know. Oh, the coal mine. Remember that coal mine? Uh, the Germans are... Uh, reopening and expanding. She got arrested arrested there uh, as well. Oh, yeah. And you see him joking and laughing. How would you like to be that policeman hauling Greta off? I mean, I'm like, dude, um, I, I have a little more uh, pride in what I Believability. do. Thank you. I, I at least try. I believe in what stupidity I do do. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but, that makes you convincing. Yeah. Uh, convincingly stupid. I thank you very much, Irina. I, I appreciate that. No, I mean, if you believe in what you do, regardless of whether it's stupid or intelligent, if you believe in it, you will be right. convincing in, in showing how you do it. If you don't believe in what you're doing, you won't be convincing. I'm not saying you're stupid, Stu. Uh, but, you know, it's like Bernie Sanders. He is a socialist in the U.S., and has absolutely never changed his uh, mind. And I have to hand it to him for that. He's been a socialist all his life. He's never wavered from being a socialist. All right. I don't agree. Yeah, he's with consistent. Yeah. He's very consistent. And you got to hand it to him. If you're going to be a chowderhead, you might as well be a chowderhead. <laughs> yeah. So consistent chowderhead. What's coming around the corner, Irene? What are your next articles coming around the corner? Oh, uh, let me see. There hasn't really been much uh, new stuff, much new serious stuff, but there has been, you know, a, a lot of idiotic reports. Like, did you see that report about, uh, ba- was it baseball? Uh, about home runs or something? I don't know anything about baseball. Because of climate change, more, oh, there are more. I did. Was see it that. home runs? Yeah, there was the, more of something right, in well, baseball because of climate change and uh, stuff like that. 
I think baseball. Uh, I, I'm basically monitoring the, the the evolution of stupidity and trying to to track it and you know comment on it occasionally, as you know. So that's that's what I've been doing in the past few days. You know, trying to pick the the best examples because there's a lot of material again. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it, as a comedy writer, uh, I mean, energy writer, when you, we we went from climate crisis, climate change, now it's, you know, what are the progressions of the names that we've had? We had climate emergency, climate crisis. Crisis is really, you know, it's stable. Uh, catastrophe, climate catastrophe. Right. Um, climate. We, it started with climate change, then it went to climate crisis, climate uh, doomsday. They've said we're going to have only five more years. Thirty years ago, so. Yeah. Oh no! There, now there's climate damage as well. In case you hadn't heard, no there climate, is climate damage. damage. Yeah. Okay. Things that damage the climate. I have no idea how this happens, but apparently there is such a thing as climate damage. This comes from. Uh, from a group of activists uh, who are uh, demanding that JP Morgan stops financing any oil and gas projects because of climate damage. Okay, climate damage. I have not heard yeah, that. Yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, I hadn't either until today. Yeah. Um, you know, just when I get my head wrapped around what search or hag- hashtag to use on Twitter, you know, you sit there and now I got to do another one. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah I know. It, it's really frightening. <laughs> well, anyway. It's a challenging well, environment. Well, Irina, how can people follow you? It's on uh, the uh, inter- international, uh, uh, excuse me, the Energy Transition Weekly Conversation. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, you go to the podcast uh, channels, any of the podcasts, and put in energy, or excuse me, tran- uh, Energy Transition energy Weekly, transition. You, you pop right up. Uh, on there, so it's it's really going around. You're in all these countries around the world. How do people get a hold of you or want to feed you stupid information? I mean, uh, climate uh, information. How do people <laughs> get a hold of you to do that? Well, you can always uh, reach me at Substack at uh, Irina Slav on Energy, and and on Twitter at Slav Energy. Was it? Yep. I cannot remember my own Twitter handle. Slav Energy, right? Yep. Yeah. And now Substack have launched a very Twitter-like feature, notes for shorter stuff, you know? Um, I, That's I, a good one, too. But uh, if you, you can find me easily on Substack or Twitter. And I try to uh, respond. And I do. I, I think, you know, I'm a, a very big fan of your Substack uh, because I, I stalk I you. I, I keep putting comments in there and everything else, and then I steal you, your material. So thank you. And I, I will make sure. <laughs> You're welcome to them. <laughs> I'll make sure all of your information is in the show notes. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Stu. Always a pleasure. We'll see you next time.